in 2019, in November, uh, I was working as a manager for uh, medical operations for a company based out of Dubai in, in, uh, in Kabul, living in the city. And we had uh, three other clinics. We had a small hospital in which we did the special immigration visa processing for the Afghanis that want to come to America. Pretty involving, uh, pretty, pretty involved uh, processes. We also had a huge uh, project where we were traveling around the country uh, for a vaccination program for the UN, the Afghan employees for the UN, um, which was really kind of a shit show. But uh, in November of uh, 2019, as I mentioned, I was assigned to go to India on business for the company which turned out to be business and pleasure because I was able to go see the Taj Mahal and tour the side streets, hit a couple of clubs. It was just absolutely the most amazing little mini trip that I've ever taken. After the Taj Mahal, I went to a little town called Agra where the artisans of, the descendants of the artisans that actually built the Taj Mahal by hand still live and still practice their craft uh, and it's just amazing stuff that, the, the, that these folks do. is just absolutely stunning. Um, all sorts of different stones that they use, everything from lapis to seashells um, to make tables and lamps and lampshades and all sorts of stuff. You, it, it's really worth seeing if you ever get a chance to go to India. So I bought a hand-carved Buddha head and brought it back into Afghanistan and uh, when, I, when I got through Kabul, um, they asked me what was wrapped up in that bubble wrap in my, in my luggage, and I just told them it was a statue, and I was totally ignorant as to what was about to happen next or the ramifications of actually having a Buddha uh, in my possession in Afghanistan. So I took it, we, I mean, my, 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 uh, my driver picked me up, went back to the office 10 days later, Business as usual. Um, I'm being. I'm on my way to the airport to uh, process to go home on vacation. Uh, there's three uh, places before you get to the main terminal in Kabul where they X-ray all your stuff. Uh, the first one, my luggage passed through. There was no no issue. Uh, my Buddha head was in my luggage. And the last one, the last step before entering the main terminal. They stopped me and opened up my luggage and questioned me as to, you know, what is, what is this showing up on your, on your, on the x-ray for your, your luggage. So they opened up my luggage, they grabbed a hold of the Buddha and didn't really seem too concerned at first. And then I, I was like, well, what, you know, what the hell's going on? And there's obviously something wrong. So they... They asked me where I bought it, and I told them I said I was in India. I bought it uh, two weeks ago. Um, they asked me if I had a receipt. They asked me to come along with them, so that I, I you know, zipped up my luggage. And the customs agent <clears throat> was carrying my Buddha head and asking me a whole bunch of different random questions. And I was like, well, what is the problem? And they just didn't speak to me. So they took me into the main terminal, introduced me to the customs agent uh, commander, they took a copy of my passport and took my Buddha. And I'm like, what in the hell is this about? So I, you know, I'm in, I'm all psyched up. I'm ready to go home on vacation. So I go upstairs and I, I called my fixer and I asked him to go find out why customs go to your connections in the, 
in the customs department at the airport and find out why they took my Buddha. And then I text my buddy and I said, hey, man, they took my Buddha. I don't know what the fuck is up. So anyway, I get on the plane seven and a half hours later. I'm on a long layover in Istanbul. And I text my fixer. And I said, hey, what did you guys find out about? Hey, I, I said, hey, Mateen, what did you find out about my Buddha head? And they, he said, oh, sir, you know, this is a huge problem. They're saying that it was smuggled into Afghanistan, that <clears throat> they're declaring it an artifact and that you smuggled it and brought it into Afghanistan illegally. And I was like, what in the heck? And I could tell by the tone of his text that he was extremely concerned. <clears throat> So um, I wasn't really too worried, at, or maybe I was just ignorant. Uh, I get on the plane, make it all the way to the States. I'm home for about a day and a half. And I text my boss and I said, hey, what's going on with, with this Buddha head? What's the, what's the big issue? You know, I'm thinking, you know, what the hell? What's the, the big thing about a Buddha head? You know, I was thinking maybe it was something to do with the, the exportation of gems. Uh, which, you know, Afghanistan, that's one of their big natural resources is semi-precious and precious stones. Um, or the fact that I didn't have a receipt for this uh, uh, marble Buddha head. So a couple of days went on and I got a message saying that Interpol had got involved with the investigation NDS, uh, National Defense Services, which is Afghanistan's version of the FBI. Um, the Afghan Bureau of uh, Museums and Customs. And basically what they did is they charged me with smuggling and said, if Mr. Theodore Davis comes back to Afghanistan, he has two charges against him. One was, you know, stealing an artifact, severing it from the base of an ancient Buddha and bringing it into Afghanistan illegally. So this suddenly has become a money game because I'm Mr. Ex Mr. Expat and they think that all Americans are wealthy. So um, it's just a huge level of corruption or example of the corruption that goes on in Afghanistan. So a little bit of time goes by and I'm, I'm, I'm talking back and forth with my team and uh, two Afghan friends that I made over there that I... Uh, brought into the company to help them uh, get the contracts with with our company for armored vehicles. So a couple of friends that I've known actually for years in Afghanistan uh, that obviously helped them just get a little richer than they already were. So I asked them to look into it. After the charges were filed, they said that if Mr. Davis comes back to Afghanistan, he'll be uh, put in prison for three years and also find $28,000 or both. So that w wasn't really on my bucket list. So going to prison in Afghanistan would definitely be the end of me or I'd be, you know, a Taliban prison bitch. So days move forward and uh, I was getting more and more nervous because I loved Afghanistan and I was really kind of, I was, I was distraught that something this ridiculous would destroy the opportunity to serve the people of Afghanistan, which is why I was there. Um, so basically what had happened was 
I had gone to one of the Afghan friends that I have, who I affectionately call that, my Afghan mafia buddies, and said, is there anything we can do? And he said, well, and he was extremely well connected within just about every government entity of Afghanistan and had a lot of influence. This is the guy when, when he took me to the airport, they just opened up the gates. They didn't even ask us for any ID or search the vehicle. He, he was that powerful. Um, so basically what happened was he uh, paid 5,000 US dollars and uh, secured all the documents for the charges and it went away. So the gist of all of this is the Buddha is a false idol. Uh, the title of that country is the Islamic Republic of Afghanistan. If you know anything about the history of a place called Bamiyan where there were Buddhas carved into the walls uh, long before Islam was even thought of. In 2001, the Taliban went in and murdered hundreds of people uh, of the Hazara tribe and forced them to go into the mountain and blow up the Buddhists and they were destroyed, just pulverized into rubble. So that was the most absolutely stressful emotionally and physically uh, of anything that I ever went through in Afghanistan because it was ripping at every piece of my love for that country. And the fact that they tried to pull that fast one on me um, really, really, really hurt. It really dug deep. But um, it's just good to have friends in high places. And uh, my mafia buddy didn't ask for a penny of that five grand back. So it all went away. And it's just another story to tell.